Chapter 4 Monica Another nurse came with a 2 a.m. shift change. She took Jonathan's blood pressure and tapped on the computer. That happened every night, as if he didn't need a full night's rest. I slid off the bed, kissed him goodbye, and left. My studio time started at 11 a.m., and I wanted to be fresh. I tried to pick up another hour of sleep, but I only succeeded in two things. Worrying about Jonathan's arrhythmia, which would postpone his surgery yet again, and thinking of new ways to add percussion to Collard. It needed some kind of thump with the stringed hum. So freshness was a fail, but punctuality didn't have to be. I decided to conserve the gas by getting ready early and taking the bus. That was considered a major faux pas, unheard of and even shocking to most of my friends. One simply didn't take the bus. But it was a straight shot across sunset, and I found looking out the window while someone else drove meditative enough to make it worth my while. It wasn't rush hour, so I wouldn't be late. I didn't need to bring anything but my vocal cords and my viola. Just me and my thoughts, and Los Angeles lumbering by my window. I imagined Jonathan naked as I tapped my thumb to a song without words. The tempo was an expression of his curves and edges, the notes colored by the flavors of his skin and the dynamics became his voice when he commanded me for his pleasure. My mind curled into itself, conjuring a song as the bus lurched and heaved to its own time, drawing me into a state of melancholy contentment. My phone rang. I considered letting it vibrate until it went to voicemail, but it kept ringing. The protective coil around my song shattered, leaving me with the music, but not the mood. Might as well answer. It was Margie. Up until the day before, I didn't know if she was calling about my contract with Carnival or Jonathan. I spoke to her more often than I spoke to myself. Hi, I said. Where are you? Miss Santa Monica and Cannon? I'm sorry. Her voice was taut. Did you guys discuss you not coming or something? I sat upright. What's going on? He's in surgery today, and I thought you might want to be here when he got out. Unless something changed with you two. No. Fuck. I rang the bell to get off at the next stop. If I picked up a connection, I could make it in an hour. What was that? Margie asked. Are you on the bus? In my haste to get off the bus, I dropped the viola case. It popped open next to the driver who yelled at me. I scrambled to get it together before my viola got stepped on while the phone was pressed between my jaw and shoulder. I didn't have a free hand to pick it up, so I had to listen to Margie have a fit over my location and circumstance, which irritated me enough to shoot back at her. Lot parking is $15, and it's permit parking on the street over there at this hour. I don't need to blow gas money when the bus is fine. The bus dumped me in front of the Beverly Hills police station. I headed across Santa Monica, scuttling to make the light. Wait, Margie said, and I regretted blowing off steam at her. Did you know about the surgery today or not? I was on my way to the studio, but I can make it there in an hour if I get the rapid at Beverly. Stay where you are. Lil is coming for you.